This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay. Good morning, everyone. I got Mechaydash. I want to uh, begin, first of all, by by acknowledging that uh, this morning's program has been dedicated by Linda and Michael Elman, Le'ili Nishmas, Michael's brother, Avram Baruch ben Yehuda. Uh, we hope that uh, the Dere Taira and what's accomplished here, the Cyrus, whatever is accomplished here, should provide an aliyah l'nishmasai. I express uh, gratitude to the Elmans and to Michael, who very, very, uh, very dedicated to Rav Maisha, and uh, to both of our very special guests and for his encouragement and support of making such a special morning possible. I also want to acknowledge uh, that we've used this opportunity as well this morning to also generate some, some support for the night coil that we have here in the shul and a whole, whole number of... Uh, a whole number of individuals and families have come forward to sponsor months of the Kailo, weeks of the Kailo, and uh, even whatever basic sponsorship, we, uh, if you didn't catch it on the way in and you wish to participate in sponsoring the Kailo, there's a table on the way out, even a sponsorship of, uh, uh, of $50, I think, will, will, uh, you will get a, a copy of Rabbi Hartman's uh, new Sefer that, that was published of his Masu uh, Matan with Rab Maisha on the Nyonim of the Maral. And again, we appreciate everyone's support, and we're very happy that everyone's here. I've been looking forward to this morning something special. Um, I, I, uh, our two guests are two people who are very, very, very dear to me, very dear to many of us here, uh, but exceptionally, exceptionally dear to me. I'm excited to, when. I have a chance to be with either one of them, uh, to spend time with them, and to hear of their Torah, and to have a chance to hear them share uh, their perspective on uh, Rav Maisha, the Torah, and the life of Rav Maisha Shapira, Rabbi Virabi Rav Maisha Shapira, uh, is a very, very special privilege. I look forward to it very much, and at the same time, we had this, uh, our Rav Michal Friedman made this beautiful poster, and every time I look at it, I get, very, I get very sad. I see this beautiful picture of the beautiful Rabbi Maisha you know, in, in the middle of, of sharing one of the margolias, one of the gems, which just consistently came out from his mouth. And there's a tremendous, tremendous void, tremendous void which is, uh, which is left by that. Today is Rosh Chodesh. It's not a day of Hesped. It's not a day of eulogy. But uh, it's a day for us to at least have a chance to be able to see how that void uh, is not a complete void. Because Baruch Hashem, he left Talmidim Shaymei Lekha, he left Talmidim who learned from him and who emulate him in his teaching of Torah. Harav uh, Aaron Lapiansky, Roshiva of the Yeshiva of Greater Washington, uh, is someone who has captured for many in the past year, the beauty of Rav Maisha, and who constantly, constantly conveys in his own teaching of Torah 
that kind of beauty that he shares with others, a Torah that brings, that brings it together, that makes a complete picture of what would otherwise seem disparate parts. And we Bezhem says chus for us to hear from him regularly, and it says chus for us especially this morning. Firstly, a shakoyach for enabling to be part of this. Um, it's rishchaydish, so halachically you can't say a hespid. But more than that, I don't think that Moshe would have cared for hespidim as much as for people learning, I wouldn't even say his Torah, but something about his genre of Torah, which I think we'll try to explain a little bit what it is that was most meaningful to him in terms of Torah and learning. I also want to apologize to Rabbi Yeshua. Um, Rabbi Yeshua is a, was a very close Talmud, possibly had the most amount of interaction in the Sfarim. He also had a personal chvivas. It's very hard not to have a chvivas Rabbi Yeshua, and Rabbi Moshe had many, many exchanges. Um, the Rabbi Moshe felt very comfortable, and somebody to write to hear from. I, I, we have a yeshiva event that I have to be there, and like someone said, in the modern schools, you have off on Sunday and you work on Friday Shabbos. In a from school, you work on Sunday, you have off Friday Shabbos. Since Yeshiva Greater Washington straddles that beautiful line, I work Baruch Hashem all weekend, so I, I, so I, I push it have an event I have to be at. So I, I ask uh, a mechila, and I feel better miss it. But al uh, I, I, I want to be made, besides understanding Rabbi Moshe in Torah, Rabbi Shua had probably one of the closest relationships with Rabbi Moshe, and uh, something that, that his words, whatever he will say, is very significant. Um, so I wanted to learn, talk about an Indian. Some of the things we're going to say, I remember clearly Rabbi Moshe saying. Some of it is um, things that he could have said, it's, I've been, I've, I was so to have a catch with him. The, f- the first time I actually heard Moshe was in 1970, when I was a 16-year-old boy. I had just come to Israel. It was two days before Rosh Hashanah. And um, I had a cousin of mine who said, you're not doing much anyway. There's a young man who says occasionally schmoozing in our coil. So I said, sure. I went down. And there was a young man learning one of the other rooms, the culinary official. They had all the rooms on the side. And he came out and said a shmuz. Ramesh at the time must have been right, 40, not even 40, uh, nine. And so I was a boy, but I heard it. I, I was blown away. I didn't even know his name, really. And it wasn't until 10 years later that I, I thought that passed away. And, I want, and a friend of mine told me he goes to hear him. I heard of Ramesh. I never... And when I went in to meet him, it, it clicked. And I, I, I it, you know, I remember this Ramesh... Um, so, over the years, either what I've heard, either I'm saying over things I heard before from him, things that I may have heard, and hopefully uh, something about the way in which to approach a topic that would fit what he was, um, his chalik of Torah, his approach to Torah, and so on. And that's something, the etzim nekuda of what his approach to Torah was, I think is something I would like to work out through the Divrei Torah. 
we used to have a Kviyas Ritamayshim. The later years, I, um, I, we had a small group, and we'd meet once a month. And there is, Reb Tzadik HaKohen has, every Rosh Chodesh, he discusses, Sefer Yitzira has, on each month, somebody attributes of the month in different realms. And Reb Tzadik, it must have had this type of Kviyas, and we asked Ritamayshim, if it's once a month, can we do it? And he said, yes. So he would do that same shtickle, you know, he would go to the Mokar, and he would speak about it. So I want to start, it's Rosh Chodesh Kislev, it's also a gateway to Hanukkah, so I want to start with that quote, Reb Tzadik brings it from Tzayfitzir and so on. It says, each month has different, a different letter, the Aleph Beis, a different Shevet, a different attribute of a person's Kochas um, Anefesh, just a very broad term. And many other things, and there's some, a phenomenon in the world, all different things that each month has a special um, dogish on, a special emphasis on. So two or three things of Kislev is, one thing about Kislev is Shena, sleep, of the Kochas of a, of a person is Miyuchat to Kislev. And Keshes Ba'olam, and the concept of a bow, a shooting, like a bow and arrow, that's also something that's unique, that's Shaykh to Kislev. There are many other things, but I would like to focus on these two things. If we ask ourselves about Shana, it seems to us describes a non-koach of a person. To say that sleeping is a verb is stretching the idea of verb. And grammatically, it's a verb. It's what you're doing, but we tend to think of sleep as what you're not doing. So, so it's, it's strange to think of that as a koach of a person, and to say kislev is mesugal, especially for sleep. I mean, many bachram feel yeshiva all year round is mesugal for sleep. It's not miyuchet for kislev. You know, I, but what, what, what is it? And obviously, because kislev has the union of chanik in it, um, true, it has the longest nights, that's also true. The Chavhei um, is, is the, the Maral speaks about it being a very long night. But what, what is about sleep? Chazal say, Amar Epshim and Eloza, So he says, um, what is it referring to? Shena. So Chazal asks, To say sleep is extremely good. It says also in Chazal that sleep is a 60th of Misa. A person is inactive, a person doesn't do anything. It says that sleep is very good for Rishayim. Wicked people, when they sleep, at least they're sleeping. But for, for a person who's a tzaddik, who's toif, why would sleep be good? Because he sleeps a bit, he's able to learn a lot. Okay. It's, so that's tov ma'od, and it, it, it's, yes, it's true, if, if you're comfortable, if the ethnic is working, you ate something, you learn. I mean, is, is, would that be the thing? It's preparatory. It's, it's a good, it's a good hachana, maybe. Um, we tell us, go sleep a bit. What is it that, that, that we're saying? This is called tov ma'od. Tov ma'od should be reserved for, 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 the, for, the, for the gold. You know, it's Torah is tov ma'od. You need to sleep, so sleep is also good. But, but what kind of thing is it? It's called Tov Me'od because Something is kind of strange. 
Keshes is also something that is a, a bit, uh, okay, I, 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 I mean, we can categorize things in the world like warfare, a sword, a, a keshes, there's clay, negina, there's, there's, there's an umnis of, of, of typhus, of, of, of kinar and novel, but is there, and a keshes is something that has a special character. Because Shrochum made that the bris with, with Noah, and a keshes has a certain specific representation. So I'd like to try and start a little bit to be Miss Amek on Hanukkah and the Yonah of Hanukkah. On a, um, on a, in, in a very superficial way, Hanukkah is understood as being um, the Yontav against Yivanim, Chachmas uh, Chitzonius, Chachmas Umas Olam versus Chachmas Yisrael. It's as if the, the, the issue, the struggle between Chachmas Yav and Chachmas Yisrael is which particular chachma is better. So Le Marshall, in philosophy, you have many different philosophies. The word philosophy covers things from extreme to extreme. And it's a question of which one to choose. But uh, to me, that would be fall far short of, of the mark. Because let, let's take... The, 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 let's take it to her that was there before Chachmas um, Ivanis. Avodah So you have hundreds of thousands of idols, and the question is which one is the right idol? That's one type of question. When you put Akadish Baruch Hu Lehavdol, it's not in the mix, it's not which God. I mean, Akadosh Baruch Hu, he has no shaykhs to, to Avodah Avod you have a hundred Avodah and each nation decides Baal is best, Paor is best, this is best, that's best. But, but Akadosh Baruch Hu is an idea, it's a concept totally different than Avodah Zarah. Avodah Zarah is our primitive um, approach to religion, but it has no shaykhs. I would expect a similar distinction between Chachmas Atayra and Chochmas Yivonis to be of the same of the same extreme of it not being in the same league. So just to say that these this is Torah philosophy, these are worldly philosophers, is missing something in the, in, in the Chacham itself. Of course, it's as if we believe since Hakadosh Baruch Hu knows best and he's the author of Torah philosophy, that's best. I would love, I would under, want to understand that the Chachma of Torah is of a different nature totally than the Chachma of, um, of, of, of Yavan. There's a very famous, um, it, it, it's, it's, it, the, the quote itself is a Bryce and Seder Olam, and the going adds to it. Um, Rav Chutna said it many times, or Moshe said it many times, quoted very, very often. It says like this, he, he goes, it, this Seder Olam is basically a, a, a chronology, it's a timeline of different events in Jewish history, it's a medrash, and then it speaks about Yovan, it says Alexander Mokdon was a melech 12 years, Adkan Hoya Nevi'im Misnam Baruch HaKodesh, until this point, Nevi'im were Misnam Baruch HaKodesh, Mikan Ve'elech, from this point onwards, Hat Oznechosh Madi V'chachomim, Listen carefully to what Rachamim say, Shenema, Kinoim, Kisishim, Vivitnecha, and so on. So 
the Medrash tells us that there was a transition. Nevoah came to an end. We know that. And from this point on, we have to listen to Chachamim. The Goyen adds here that it had to do something with the bitl of Avodah Zarah, and that, uh, I've heard the footnote a few times speak about it, um, and, you know, making the point about the world going from Avodah Zarah versus Emunah HaKadosh Baruch Hu to Kfira versus Emunah Plain. That, that was the, that's the, the, the point they tried to bring up the Goyen. But I'd like to be medayik something. It says, until this point, Nevi'im would say Nevu'ah. Mikan ve'elech, from this point, hat Listen very carefully to what Chachamim are saying. Now, logically, it should say, till now, Nevi'im set the pace, now Chachamim set the pace. We're expected to listen carefully when a Novi comes along. When a Novi comes along, it says, Koyam Hashem. And what are we supposed to be doing? We're supposed to be texting. And meanwhile, you know, yeah, I'm listening. I'm listening. Just you know, I'm mean, supposed to listen. And and today, Chachamim speaks. So Chachamim are the ones that do it. So, so, so the hat oznecha is is should be irrelevant of whether it's this or this. You could say it's a certain hat gosha. It's a certain emphasis that um, I would think somebody comes on and says, "Koyam Hashem, I'm all ears." This is uh, a, a chacham speaking. I don't have to listen. So it could, the, the sense of the medrash could well be a, a sort of chizuk that, that um, to be mechazik, don't think that, that the chacham is saying, it's a dvar Hashem. It's, it's not unreasonable to say that, but the chazal seem to, to, to change the emphasis over here. So... Um, the, 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 the Sfarim say the following. Um, B'nai Yisosra brings from Rokeach that they bring the following idea in. That the 36 Neiris of Hanukkah are connected the 36 hours that there was the Or Haganas in the Bria. The light that was in the Bria um, before it says HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Gainis Dar al-Sadikim um, is 36 hours, and 36 hours is um, 36 nairs connected to that. And the, the, they, they speak about the Or Haganas as being something that is Merumas and Eres Hanukkah, has Shaykhs to it, and so on. There's, in Halacha, there, is act, there are actually two Nishos in the Broch of Yotza Or, whether we say Or Chodesh al Tzion Toir Chulanu or not. In other words, the, the our Nusach is yes, the Tor brings to Nuschos, and the reason for not saying it is the Brochus before Kriya Shema are Birchus Hashevach of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They are praising HaKadosh Baruch Hu for the world we see. So we see a world around us that is um, magnificent, and we praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu for everything that's in it. That's the brach of Yotzer. Avarabba is the personal relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's no makom in it for A, asking for something that's not here. It's not a bakasha. There's no reason why we should be asking for something. And secondly, if it's not here, then you can't praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu um, for, 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 um, for something that's not at present. 
So the Torah says to say it, and he says because it's referring to the Or Hagonus. That's Or Chodr It doesn't seem to make the question any easier. We still don't have it. It's like, let's say, I, I give a marshal. If, if I'm praising somebody for his tremendous chachma, so um, um, I, I, the assumption is that I've heard from him. I've, I've seen it, I've heard it. That, that's, the, that's the assumption. Um, hearsay, to say that I say people say about him, it's not a very big shevach. Let's say I haven't heard much of chachma from the person, but I feel he's a very big anav and tzanuah. It still wouldn't make sense to praise him for that. I, yes, it, it may be that he's a phenomenal ilui and he knows kolotari kula. I haven't heard it from him. It may be because of his anava. It still doesn't make me somebody who could praise him for it. So, so what does it mean that we're praising our Kaddish Baruch Hu? He's answering a kasha, the Torah. The Torah had a problem. We're trying to be Meshavah Kaddish Baruch Hu. We start Christian by saying, Rebbein Shalom. From the Bria that I see around me, I recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu as being everything and Moli Chachm and so on. Um, and Bimela, I'm sorry, the time flies. And Bimela as the, as the, 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 the um, you know, I see the Chachm and so on and so forth. And Bimela, I'm, I'm, I, I say Krishna Munashlema. The Urganus doesn't help me anything. I never saw the Urganus. I don't know anybody who saw the Urganus. And, and, and especially the Nusach we say, we do say We're saying it tomorrow. So what is exactly we're talking about? So we need to understand it as follows. Akadosh Baruch Hu made a bria with, and he was megala to us a, a limitless amount of chachma, and that's the bria that we have around us. Had we been Zeicha, that's, that's the world we'd live in. We weren't Zeicha. We're small people. We can't have that. But we can have it Gunus. In other words, it's not going to be overt. <laughs> but if I crack open a layer, I'll find another layer. And if I crack open another layer, I'll find another layer. In Gungunus doesn't mean unapproachable. It doesn't mean withheld. It means that it will only come as a result of uncovering it. Just like I heard many years ago, I didn't see the side, um, the, 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 um, I heard B'Shem Reb Chaim Volozhin, Dor Lodor Shabach Masecho, Ukvar Yagidu. So he said, what is Gvura of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? The Midah of Gvura is Kavish as Yitzray. So any time we see a sort of containment Kaviyachol, where HaKadosh Baruch Hu held something in, that's going to be a Gvura of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So Hashem says, the word Yeshabach from the Lashon to improve, like Shvach Maisav, Shvach Sadehu, Electricity was a koach that was in the Bria from Sheshmei Breshis. And the day we discovered it, we said, wow, look what God put in the Bria. Atomic energy has been in the Bria since Bria Solom. It's when we discovered it that we were able to recognize another facet of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's godless. 
So Reb Chaim Voloshin says, Dor l'dor yeshabach masecho. Each generation improves it. And it's not only look at electricity and look at atoms. Look at how hidden it was. In this table, there, there are enough atoms here that if I knew how to break them apart, it, it could fuel the world forever. That's ex it's extraordinary in how gunners it is, how secreted it is, how much it's, it's in something else, and, and, and that's a, 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 a Sipar Kashwal's Gvura. So the, um, so, so the, 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 the Mahalach of Geniza does not mean withheld, but rather means he secreted it. He, he, he put it into the Bria, it's approachable, it's attainable through cracking, breaking over something, seeing something inside. When the VM came along, when Akash still spoke to Sunavua, they left nothing for the imagination. They said, Rabboisai, you're doing bad. Tomorrow there's going to be a war if you don't do better, and so on. That was Nevoah. It didn't require, yes, I had to listen. I mean, it's Dvar Hashem, someone's going with Dvar Hashem. But to get the message did not require me to think into it. That era came to a close. And that's what the Bryce says. You're not going to get it. The Devar Hashem that spoke from a Navi is not going to come only from the surface of what Divrei Chachma comes into this world. It's going to be gunners, and you will have to think into what was said, and you'll see another layer, and then think again into it and see another layer, and so on. So the musig of, of Gniza, the musig of something containing something, which contains something, which contains something, many, many um, layers of, of, of teichen, incredible amount of layers of teichen, that's something that is changes at this point because Akadosh Baruch Hu is not telling us mefurish. We're going to have to keep digging to find it in, in Divrei Chachma. So at this point, at Bayis Sheni and the, the, the change of the Bayis Sheni, Akadosh Baruch Hu stopped speaking to us overtly, and his words would be within, within, within. There's a Nefshachayim. Moshe Shapiro would quote it quite often also. Nefshachayim says, um, he speaks about the musig of um, Sisra Torah, Nicholas of Torah versus Nistar of Torah, Nigla Nistar. So he brings a kasha, he brings a, a, a question, he sort of, he brings a question someone else asked, what's the difference between Nigla and Nistar? If somebody, Moshe Shapiro said, you know, for some people, Elamitzias is Nista. They, they, they're clueless. So learning Elamitzias is, is a Yaitzis Sisotar because they, they can't, you know, they, they can't figure out the right from left or, or top from bottom. So, so if you don't know Elamitzias, that's Sisotar. A person who knows Kisve Arizal, so that's Nigel of him. He knows it. So, so what's, how, what do we call Nigel Nista? We call it just most people know, most people don't know. So Nefshachayim brings. Azeah that says all of Torah, Deiraisa Kula Isasim Vegalia, all of Torah contains both Nigla and Nista. And he brings, he quotes a Zohar, Eiraisa Islu Gufa. Vinishmas, it says, the Torah has a body, 
Tipshin de Alma le Mistakra Behulavusha. Fools only look at the external Levush. Inan de Yadun Yasir. Those know a little bit more, le Mistakra Melevusha le Begufa, the Itchoisa Levusha. They look at the Guf, which is under the Levush. Chakimin, Abdi de Malkilo, the Chachamim who are Abdi Amelach. In on the Kaimah Betur Sinai, those who stood at Sinai, Le Mistakel Belin Shmosa, the Ikur de Kularais Mamish. They look at the Nisham of Taira. Ulaum does his meaningless Takolo, Benishmosa, and Lasset Love, but they'll see the Nisham and Nishama. So it means every Chaluk of Taira, Akarishvar who spoke, but it's an almost, or maybe an endless series of Teichen within Teichen within Teichen. Let's go back to a point that we spoke about Chachmas um, Yivanis and Chachmas and Chachmas Atayra. Chachmas Yivanis applies a lot of seichel to understand things, a lot of probing, a lot of research. There's one axiom at the bottom of it, and it is everything is what it is. In other words, if I were to take a, a, a horse and dissect it to its tiniest detail, I would figure out exactly how a horse runs, what motivates it, and so on. About a horse, they may be right. If I take a person, same thing. Once I dissect him in, in the greatest possible way, I will have the person. That's it. That's where, there's nothing more to it. There's nothing, there's no such thing as teuchen or content. It's only, it's only levush, because what you see is what it is. We don't see enough. We don't know how the muscles pull each other and push each other and how they respond to the nerves and, and how, yes, there are a lot of details in a machine. But, but it's like, if I take the most complex machine in the world, the question is to figure out how it works not why it works, not what's, what's, what's in the sham of the machine. A machine is the pieces and how they interact, and that's it. If you start with that Havana, then the musig of things having any token to it is bottle. It's called Chachma Chitzainis because it's never more than Chitzo. Um, the, 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 one of the directions, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Aristotle, when, when probing what's, what's the best horse, what is a horse for, it's whatever it does best. If a horse does running very well and, 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 and you can ride on it well, then that's the country horse. To say that there's any tachlis, to say that there's any teichen to it, is non existent. It doesn't make sense. So the, the, the hispalgus, the, 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 the bifurcation, the, 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 the divergence of Chachmas Ha'olam and Chachmas Yisrael is a whole different... It's not just this Torah versus this Torah. It's do I look at the world as it is what it is or do I look at the world that there's a, a never-ending series of Teichen and content to it? That was this Chalkos. So... Until this Tkufa, Akarish Baruch Hu spoke to the, to, the, to, the, to, 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 to the world, and everything was begali. There was always, obviously, this Bechina. 
But the Ica was to, to, to tune in and listen to what Hashem is telling to do, and that was it. If, if, if a person had a madriga, he would look into the oymek of it. it Omas olam, everything was what they thought Avodah taught them to do. And that was the world. The world changed radically in what it's supposed to do at this junction. And Umas Chachma became, became the, the standard. The Chachma of the world is how, and our Chachma is what. What's in this? And what's deeper? And what's deeper? And so on. Hat Oznecha, Ushma Chachamim, because the, 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 the Mahalach of Chachma is now going to be in the depth, in the Omek, instead of just the Shetach. The, the, um, the, the, the concept of that we're talking about the, the, is something which I think was, if I can, if I can describe what Reb Moshe taught and what Reb Moshe, um, what Reb Moshe gave over, it, it, I don't think, if, it wasn't that, that you should, it wasn't his particular Torah. It was, this is a derech to approach things with. There's a, the Chazal say that Eliezer was dola mashkim to he was called a mesek, was dola mashkim to rabbi. He gave over his Rebbe's Torah. So it's fantastic. Yet Avraham Avinu says matitani. You know, if the mesek basi is yerish If the mesek means... You know, the, it, 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 my Talmud Muvak, I mean, the word domestic is being used in that sense by Chazal, so what was he complaining about? The answer is that he was complaining that they'll just package it. It'll be Avram's Torah, ala parsha, ala moadim, and, you know, about marriage, about chinuch. It'll be packaged. That's dead Torah. Avram Avinu wanted a son who would, who would be redig the bearers of, of, that he had dug. That was the difference. I, I, I mean, I'd, I'd had a catch up my I'd heard him in learning, I'd spoke to him in learning. You know, people talk about his knowledge of Sisra Torah, and yes, he was, he was uh, unique almost in his, in his hekif and his yanim, as many other things. But I think, I think the Nekuda that he was... Um, especially, his main akuda was this, that Sisatera is not a particular body of things. A person can take Sisatera and make it as shallow as could be, just plopping over words that he heard. It's the same thing. Havana, his amkus, is really, really um, where it's at. And it makes no difference. His svaras and learning were extraordinarily deep. And, and he, he would get annoyed when people would try to nickel and dime him. It's not that the kasha, not a kasha. But, 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 but do you understand? Do, don't you see this is, this is what's under the surface? So maybe this point it will, it will be this way. He, he, he was very annoyed. It would annoy him when, when people would nickel and dime at the price of missing the big picture. Um, we started by asking the different things in Kislev that are, um, you know, the tchunas the, the of Kislev. If you look back again at Chazal over here, when they speak about Shana, so they say about Shana that 
the, we emphasize the wrong words. Because when a person sleeps a bit, in other words, we need sleep, but food somehow has a direct correlation. If, if I ingest 1,000 calories, I can expend 1,000 calories. It's more or less tit for tat. And that's how we understand what food does for a person. A person gets up, and there seems to be an incredible amount more of understanding. And that's the Koyach Hashena. It's something that transcends. The Hadgosh of Chazal is the Kima versus, versus the Harbe. That Shena is a tuna that a person has where it seems to give him, with a little bit of Shena, person get a tremendous ability to be mamik and misamik in, in, in Chazal and so on. The Keshes is also a very interesting um, Bria. A person can use as a weapon a sword of, of any type and a Keshes. A sword, the energy that I'm expending and the direction, the vector, is same. I take something and when I push it, a spear, anything like that, it's, it's the energy that I'm expending in the same direction going and, and, and affecting wh wh whatever it is. That's a sort of a Tevedic and Mahalach. A bow is, I, if anything, I've pulled the arrow this way. I, I've, I've, I've pulled it this way. It, it works because the energy that's gunners in, in the, the potential energy that's gunners in that pulling back is going to propel it extremely quickly. It's, it's a chelik of the breed that who gave with the concept of gunners, the concept of things that are underneath the surface. Anything, I, I move it in the other direction. Yes, but I secreted away a tremendous amount of energy here, which is going to propel it to its target. So Kislev, because it's the month, or Hanukkah belongs in Kislev, it's the shar of, um, of Gniza and the Bria. It's the shar where things stop appearing on the surface, and they start drilling down in the Oymek. And if a person wants to tap into any part of it, he has to go in depth in, instead of instead of shetris. It's 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 something that if if I can ask myself, what was his legacy? What's uh, uh, what's called learning and carrying on his Torah? It's not pratim. It's not even a particular chelik of Torah. Yes, the, the, the things that he most famous for was a certain chelik of Torah. But he, he was he was all over. You could you could talk to him. It just the the, the um, most people didn't have uh, you know he, he said Shurim and Tyrus for years and years and years. It wasn't public. Didn't, didn't rush en masse to learn it. But whatever he said on, he said he always found an oimek. And and if you got older, more mature, as I went to different Shurim, it, there was always something deeper. There was always another layer to whatever was said. He was somebody that tapped into this concept that Akarish Baruch Hu appears now in the depths. For Akarish Baruch Hu, we can't look up in Shemayim. It's not the Tkufa yet. It's, it's not the Tkufa that was. And it's not the Tkufa yet of Yemais Mashiach. 
If a person wants to find everything and anything, the person will find it by digging deeper. And, and it, it's, it's true everywhere. A person goes over something again and asks himself again, so what does it mean? What's its hagdara? Where's it coming from? The process of being misamic in something is where the geniza of the Bria is. Um, it's the right time of the year. It's the right yontif. Uh, we differ from Umas Oilam not because we're smarter, but it's not a level playing field. Their playing field is the surface of the universe. Very, very big playing field, but it's limited. It's it. They, dis they can discover the mechanics of the entire universe. But that's the top layer. Chachmas Yisrael and Chachmas Atayra is the hat Oznecha. Bez Hashem, it's coming up almost a year already. It's hard to believe that it's a year. And like, uh, um, you know, it, it's, he was Chai uh, Rav Paalim. It's hard to think of him as not being here. He's, everything was always full of chiyas. Rabbi Shur was masked in London, and he expressed that sentiment very powerfully, that the, of the people that's hard to, to feel they're not there is, is him. But the, 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 he opened up a gateway for us to understand where things would be. Sisra Torah, he opened up the world of Sisra Torah, not Zohar or Rizal per se. Sisra Torah is that Torah has a layer and another layer and another layer and another layer. And if a person needs two things, he needs to be aware of it, he needs to be dissatisfied with where he is, and it needs energy, to expend energy to drill. Things that are on the surface, water that's on the surface is, um, is, is something that just needs a pail to scoop it up. Water that's in the ground, the, the deeper down, the more energy, you have to expend energy. But wells stay. Water comes and goes and wells stay. Yerotzen, that the Be'eris that he opened up for us, um, we should zeicha to take out the, 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 they should not become sasum, they should remain open, we should have the, 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 the rutsen and the yegiyah to drill as deep as needs to be and to keep on finding the, 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 the amkus and, and, and the oiris agnusim in those waters. Thank you.